Happy Created Ink. Da da da. Hey, welcome back to Happy Created Ink. This is gonna be a fun, a fun episode, cause um, like I said before in, in the baseball, baseball episode I posted, I you know I played through I played two K twelve, MLB two K twelve for DS. And I was talking about baseball and it was kind of fun. I got really into it a lot more than I thought I would. No, no experience with baseball, but that was fun. Another, like, end-of-the-year podcast I wanted to do before... Because I, I, I don't want to start any, like, major series or anything um, until I finish up some other projects. And then, you know, you know, so, so like, I had some one-off ideas. This was one of them. Top ten... My top ten movies. Because it just hit me the other day. Like, I like movies and... I love movies, actually. And so I was like, I wonder what my top ten would be. And so I just wrote down, like, the first ones that came to my head that I really liked. And then, like, six or seven extra. And I was kind of, like, making the list. And, um, I realized the list was really weird. And probably not a normal top ten movie list. And so I was like, let's, let's make a, let's talk about some of these movies, right? Let's talk about them. Um, so let's, I'll just go through the top ten and then I have some down here that are just, like, honorable mentions that I really like and I wanted to add to the list. Hey. If you want me in here, I can be. Oh, no, no, you don't want, you don't have to be if you don't want it. It's okay. But I can. I'm just, I'm not a movie person. I know. I thought that's why it would be funny, I thought, because I could, <laughs> like, tell you the my list and then tell you the premise and then you could tell me how it, how it sounded and stuff. Like a rating system or... Kind of, but, you know, if you don't want, you're, you know, scrolling, you're doing your thing, that's okay. Okay. It's fine. If you, if you listen, though, and you hear something, you chime in if okay. you want. That's fine. Uh, yeah, I'll just, I'll go through the list, okay? I'll go, I have oh. the list. Oh, your food. I have, the only one that's definitive on here is, like, number one. That's, like, un, undisputed. All the rest could be, like, easily number two, depending on how I feel that day. And so... <laughs> And that's like how my Game of the Year podcast is going to go. Um, I'll just start at the bottom. Or, yeah. The Land of the Lost. Fucking love that movie. It's Will Ferrell. And, um... Oh, what's his name? Oh, he was in Tropic Thunder also. I can't... I can't think of his name. Oh, it's, I'm drawing a blank. It's like Danny Brown? No. That's a rapper, I think. Danny McBride, that's Danny McBride. He's not even a lead. Well, he's kind of a lead. The Land of the Lost, oh my god, I fucking love that movie. Me and my sister quote that movie, still to this day, to each other all the time. If you don't make it, it's your own damn vault. It's, I love, it's like peak Will Ferrell, when Will Ferrell was like taking over the world. It was in like every movie, which I was a fan of, I love Will Ferrell. But, you know, I like this better, now Step Brothers though, is great. I probably like it more. <laughs> it was probably a better movie, but I I gotta put Land of the Lost on the list. I love. That's like the one movie on here. This one, another one, I I could bump off, but yeah, the I love it. It's like a remake of the old like seventies TV show, sixties. My mom told me about it. She watched it as a kid of the Land of the Lost. It was like a people went make this device, the scientist, and it go goes to like this alternate like dimension where it's like all the other every other multi-dimension every min dimension like collided here and so you have like 
Here's like the the nose from the Sphinx that broke off, and then here's like the fucking uh, Viking boat that fell through a rift, and now it's here. Like it was really cool. Um, what was the plot? I guess Will Ferrell and Danny McBride and the the lady researcher. I can't remember. They they went here and. They're trying to get home, I think. I think that was the plot. Then there's the the sleaze stack, like weird, like alien monster people that live there that look like reptiles. There's the monkey guys. Oh, what was the monkey guy in the movie? He's who's so fucking funny. I started watching this the other day on Netflix. It's on Netflix, and um, I recommend it if you like classic Will Ferrell. <clears throat> I didn't finish it though. I need to go back and finish that. I like put it on that one night and then just had it on. It was really good. Um, the other movie that I could, I would bump off the list, maybe, if, depending on how I feel, like, if I found something better, <clears throat> or if at least I, if I thought of something better, one of these honorable mentions might do it. Because I wanted to rewatch some of these in the honorable mentions section, and, and maybe put those on, depending on if I like it. Can I erase that? There we go. Um, but the other one, the number, the number 23. I I really fuck with that movie. The um, it's Jim Carrey. It's like his it was like his first like serious role. And I really I I like I thought he he hit it out of the park. Jim Carrey's kind of problematic. He's kind of I've heard he's an asshole. And his comedy's not always for me, but his serious role was pretty good. The number 23 was I'm going to give a brief description of these movies if you haven't like heard of them or watched them. That's a, that's a pretty big movie, though. All these are pretty big movies, I think. It's number, but Jim Carrey, he reads this book, and it's got this really poetic, like, noir-type vibe to it. He reads this book about this guy being obsessed with the number 23, and he's, like, reading reading this book, and it's like, this book is, like, like the, the, the main character is, like, me. A lot, we share a lot of similarities, and he, um a lot of the same life experiences and so he starts seeing the number 23 everywhere and he gets obsessed with the two and it's always oh, good a good um twist in that movie good good twist i i can't remember if i saw them coming when i watched it for the first time but i really fuck with the movie and it's got this this song in it in this one scene it's like um oh, what was the what was the name it's a part where he the character in the book, he's like visualizing it, Jim Carrey. Him in the book, and he meets this girl, and it's like their love, it's like a love scene. Like a sex scene, actually. But it, what was the movie, or the the song, I still love that song. It was like Her Revenge and Tear, Tear You Apart or something. Something like that, it was, oh my god, it's good. But that movie, oh, I like it, I'm a big fan. But yeah, that, The Land of the Lost, I was looking at the list, and I was like, those are the only two that I I would possibly remove if something else, like, like really, really, really hit me, you know? And especially the rewatches of the honorable mentions. But, you know, we'll get to the next one, The Departed. Oh my fuck, The Departed is... That easily, like... That one has to be number two, I think. All the rest... Everything else could be number three. The Departed has to be number two. The Departed was so fucking great. It's, um... Jesus Christ, how do I even describe The Departed? Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio, Matt Damon, um, Mark Wahlberg's in there. Um, what's that one guy? 
the crazy guy from The Shining. I can't remember. I'm a I'm a face person. Like I remember faces. I suck with names, so I I see him. Jack Nicholson. That's it. There. Oh my god! This this movie is like this. This movie's got the twists and the turns you you won't see coming. Really good story. Really heavy. Really dramatic. Um, Leonardo DiCaprio is a cop. He's a cop. He's undercover to infiltrate like a like some kind of gang, like a mafia type thing. And Matt Damon is a mafia guy who went to um, police academy. Who's so he's infiltrated the police department. So it's back and forth. So it's um kind of both sides of the coin of of that kind of criminal. Law enforcement type thing. Really, really fucking good. Oh, I still remember some, like, scenes pretty vividly. But the whole the whole movie as a whole is just so... Oh, my God, it's... It, it, it hits. Jesus Christ, does it hit. Cried. It's got... I think there's some good laughs in there. All Everybody just performs, like, fucking top-notch. Uh, but, yeah, you're not gonna see... Some of the twists could really throw you off. My God. But, yeah, that's gotta be... Easily number two, I think. Yeah, what 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 next? What next? Um Ooh, Dale and Tucker vs. Evil. Oh good lord, that's the funniest fucking I've ever seen in my life. I swear to god, it's so funny. You remember you watch you this is one movie on the list you've watched, babe. Dale and Tucker vs. Evil, you remember that? Yes. That was like one of the first movies we watched, like as a couple when she came here. It's two guys. I know one of them. I've seen him in, like, bit roles here and there. The other guy I didn't know. Don't remember either one of their names. <laughs> it's basically, it's a comedy, like, straight comedy. But it's also got, like, a slasher, cheesy slasher movie vibe. Because Dale and Tucker are, like, kind of redneck-ish country people. But they're, like, totally, like, just normal guys, you know. They buy this, um, this house out in the boonies. And they go out to... <laughs> They go out there, like, they're trying to fix it up, you know, they're just having a good time with their new house. And this, um, group of teenagers come through, and they're convinced that these guys are murderers, and they're, like, gonna be in, oh, it's like one of the movies, it's a thr- it's a slasher movie, we gotta watch them, they're scary. And the fucking teenagers end up getting killed, each one, but not how you would think. It's, like, accidental, so one of them will die. One of them, like, I think, like, falls into, like, a fucking pit or something at one point impales himself and dies the other group's like they they've got they got um josh how did they get him we gotta look for the, these guys or <laughs> killers we gotta be on the lookout and dale and tucker's just like clueless like well, i didn't kill we're just trying to fix up our house our summer house <laughs> this is the funniest concept for a movie ever <clears throat> oh god it's easily 10 out of 10 comedy it is so good um oh here's one that a little lesser known movie Called Paddleton, Paddleton, Paddle, Paddleton, Paddleton, right? I gotta look it up now. I wrote it down. I remember. I think it's Paddleton. I just. Oh my god, this movie though. Oh, maybe maybe let's look up Paddleton first to make sure it is the right right. Two thousand nineteen film. Twenty nineteen. Is this movie come out? Oh yeah, it is it Paddleton. It's got Ray Romano. And, oh, who is that guy? Oh, well, I'm here on Netflix. I can just look. Mark Duplass. 
I know the guy, never knew his name, first time I knew his name. This movie, my god, it's like a comedy drama movie, and it is like really a touching story. It's really funny, but it's all, oh my god, it, I cried so much at that movie. So Ray Romano and his friend, whose name I just forgot, <laughs> his friend, get, they like live in the same apartment building, and they hang out every day, they like, you know, they watch fucking kung fu movies, and they got all the same interests. Paddleton is the, the game that they made up, where they hit the tennis ball into like a trash can, or whatever. It's really, it's it's a good movie, it's really good. It's his friend, Ray Romano's friend, um, gets cancer. And the whole movie is just about them dealing with it, basically. Like, how his friend, as the person dying from cancer, is terminal cancer, how he copes with it. And it's Ray Romano, he's kind of like the the star of the movie, but he, um, kind of how he copes with it, too. How he's losing his best friend, like, the, his, the one person he, like, has in, in his life, basically. And it is funny and emotional, and oh my god, it it really hit me. I mean, it hit me enough to still remember all. I was gonna say all these years later, but 2019 wasn't that long ago. I thought it was a lot older than that, honestly. Oh, you see, my list is a little like weird. It gets weirder. the The list gets way weirder, and this next one is like a a start of the weirdness that you might not see coming. I feel like people that like movies wouldn't put some of these movies in their list, like The Departed, for sure. That's got to be in everyone's list, probably. But like The Land of the Lost, Dale and Tucker vs. Evil, I don't know. Um, but this one, A Million Ways to Die in the West. Oh my, this movie's hilarious. This is, um, what's his, what's his name? This is a whole podcast, I'm gonna call it What's His Name. Um, the guy that made Family Guy, and he made Ted... And uh, American Dad, and Seth MacFarlane. Seth, Seth MacFarlane, yes, this is the like the the only movie I know of that he like. I guess he wrote it and did he direct it? I don't know. He stars in it though. My the first time I've ever seen him was in this movie. This movie was so off the wall, insane. It's just straight comedy. Seth MacFarlane though, he's um in the West, in the Wild West. It's a sheep farmer. And it's just like, there's a girl that he likes, and he, I think the movie starts with their breakup, and he's trying to win her back, and you know, he falls in love with somebody else, who's like helping him, or she falls in love with him, and it's like a love story, but it's, uh, my recording app just quit working, just stopped mid-sentence, uh, <laughs> it's a, the, the love story, and <laughs> yeah, Neil Patrick Harris is in it, he's like, um, main antagonist, I fucking love MPH from, um, you know, Harold and Kumar goes to White Castle and Guantanamo Bay and shit. I, I grew up with watching him, his funniness and Neil Patrick Harris is just a cool guy. He's really, he seems like a great guy <clears throat> just in real life, but my God, this movie is, it is so off the wall with some of the bits that they do. Like it's hard to fully recommend it. I would only recommend it if you... If you like that Seth MacFarlane's, like, like family... I'm not a big fan of Family Guy, but, like, American Dad. Like, his kind of comedy is kind of, um... What's the name for his, like, comedy style? 
it's like not slapstick. I don't think. Um, I don't know. It's kind of it's kind of dirty, and kind of childish, immature type humor a bit. And this is movie is just like to a T that, but my god, it's funny. It is so. <laughs> I still really liked it though. There's a mustache song in it. Neil Patrick Harris has a nice mustache. He owns a mustachery. It's. <laughs> Seth MacFarlane comes in that one day and he's like because I think Neil Patrick Harris starts dating his ex yeah and he comes in and he's like oh you want to I'm thinking about growing a mustache and he's like it's an expensive accessory to have nowadays and he calls it makes fun of him for being a sheep farmer he's got a dollar bill everybody's amazed because everybody just uses like change because it's the wild west everybody's poor as fuck oh my god it's it's good it's really good um what next this next one is more, it's kind of weird because I couldn't really decide which one I liked more. They're both kind of in the similar vein of movies. And so I just kind of grouped them together because I couldn't decide. So it's, and, you know, fuck it. It's my list. I can do what I want. It's <laughs> Balls of Fury and Dodgeball. The true underdog story, I think, is like the tagline for that. But my God. What should I start with? Balls of Fury? Yeah, Balls, Balls of Fury. It is, you know, granted, I haven't seen that movie since I was a kid, a little wee lad. But I I remember it being, re- see, that's why I should have rewatched some of these movies first. Because uh, I don't, <laughs> I don't really remember, like, I just remember liking it a lot. Like, a lot, a lot. Where I still remember it nowadays. But it's got, um, what's his name? Dan Fogler? Fucking love that guy. Christopher Walken's in it, which is funny. He's like a... So the the basic premise of the movie... It's like a kung fu karate movie. It's um basically... Was it like Mortal Kombat? Where somebody's having this big tournament... Invites everybody out to, to fight. Except instead of kung fu and fighting... It's ping pong in this movie. It's ping pong. And this guy... <laughs> Randy, Randy, Dan Fogler, his name's Randy in the movie, he was like some kind of ping pong champion, but he had to retire because he killed somebody in ping pong one time by accident, <laughs> and he's like haunted by it, And they, but they, the FBI comes to him like, listen, this guy is doing some sketchy shit, we need you to infiltrate this, and you're the best ping pong player, and I haven't played in 20 years, I'm, you know, it's that kind of shtick. Oh my! Oh, it's so fucking funny. Really over the top, really stupid. And Christopher Walken is just kind of just a a national treasure. A weird man. He's great. <laughs> he is so great. That whole movie, though, I remember it being really, really good. God damn it! I wish I had watched some of these movies beforehand <laughs> to see if they still hold up. But sharing that slot was Dodgeball: The True Underdog Story. Which is in kind of a similar vein, kind of another sp- funny sports movie. This one, though, starring Vince Vaughn. Oh, Vince Vaughn's the greatest. I He might be my favorite actor, Vince Vaughn. I love him. He's really funny and just... He's good in any role. But his type of comedy, like that dry, like... Sense of humor, and he just... He looks... The looks he, hit, he has is funny. But that movie... Um, Vince Vaughn owns, like, a gym, 
kind of an underachiever type, kind of, you know, going with the flow, he's chill, and there's this, oh my god, Ben Stiller's in it, Ben Stiller, I'm not, you know, normally the biggest fan of Ben Stiller, I, well, I like him a lot, I like Meet the Fockers and Meet the Parents and all, and you know, <laughs> I, I'm not the biggest fan of him because of, um, every movie he's kind of like, just has the same, plays the same role, I don't think he's that great of an actor, but in this movie, he actually, he did a new, a different character for once, and it's actually really funny. He's really, <laughs> but he owned another gym, a big successful gym, and he's trying to, like, take over Vince Vaughn's little gym with his, like, little band of, of friends that he, that go to his gym. Justin Long is in it, uh, the guy in Accepted, another great movie. But it's just, it's just really funny, and I, I like, I, I guess I really like the sports movie aspect, where it's like, a, they're competing, and it's kind of like a, pulls your heartstrings a bit, because you start rooting for the people, but then, then you got the mix of comedy, because I love some comedy, I love to laugh too, but my god, that one, not a whole lot to say about that one, but just, it's less um, over the top and, and dumb as balls than Balls of Fury, a little more serious, but it's still um, really, really good. <laughs> so yeah, one of those will be on the list. I'm, I guess I'd have to go with Dodgeball just because it's been so long since I've seen Balls of Fury. Um, I'm going to save that one. <laughs> um, Rango. Rango's on the list. Ra oh, I love Rango. It's the only animated movie on here, which is surprising because I, I fuck with some animated movies. But this is um, Johnny Depp. Fuck with Johnny Depp. He plays a little lizard. It's like a westerny type thing. He's like a pet lizard, and he he's having like an identity crisis because he, there. I guess his family or whatever. He's they're traveling. He falls out of the out of the car, and now he's like he's lived his whole life as a pet basically. Now he's in the wild. He's having kind of an identity crisis, and the whole movie just plays on that a bit. And um, he starts lying about who he is and in, in the little little, little insect, not insect, like, lizard, animal town, and <laughs> I just, I like the art style, and the humor in it's really good, and, um, it's actually, like, pretty, no, it's, like, not, I mean, it is kind of a kid's movie, but there's plenty to digest and, and unpack with, like I said, he's having the whole identity crisis, it's kind of, like, like, who you really are is, like, the whole theme of the movie. And it's just, um, the plot's really good because he's, like, comes in, lying about who he is to town, everybody's believing him, and the bandits, some bandits show up, and it kind of presses him. It's kind of a, kind of a classic type thing. And then come to find out, like, there's, I don't, don't want to spoil it, one person's, like, the, a main bad guy that it, that you you wouldn't think of as a bad guy. And it kind of questions, like, well, is he a villain? And it it kind of it kind of questions, like the like capitalism, the morality of capitalism. Oh, Rango's a lot. Rango's fucking great. I have a, this vivid memory of when that movie came out. I really wanted to watch it, and uh, I remember not feeling good that day. Probably anxiety, panic attack related, whatever. And I think everybody left the house. I was kind of there by myself. And I rented it, I, so I don't remember when it came out, I rented it on pay-per-view, 
and just I laid in this huge bed in like the guest room or whatever. Big bed, just all to myself, and I was watching on the big TV. Oh, it was so, it was a vibe. And I still look fondly back at that movie, and it's really good, I think. Now, <laughs> okay, the next movie. Oh my god. This next movie is probably like... Because some of these movies on here, I think, um, weren't that great. Um, didn't get that m good ratings. And I actually... <laughs> When I started talking about Balls of Fury, I stopped the recording. I didn't feel like I was going to take a shower and stuff. And when I got back, I looked up all the ratings. I was like, I was curious about that. So I have them all now. So we're going to go through them real quick. Or maybe after I get done with the top ten. But this one's probably the one that's the least rated. And it's probably like, why would the fuck would you have this on here? It's Happy Time Murders. The Happy Time Murders. Oh, God. You remember, do you remember it? We, I showed yeah. it to you, right? You hated it? What would I hate it. It's just not my thing. Not your thing? It's apparently not anybody's thing, because it did not get good reviews. I kind of loved it, though. I don't know what it was about it, but, like, it's <laughs> Melissa McCarthy. I think this movie is what kind of railed her career a bit, because there for a while, Melissa McCarthy was, like, all over, too, kind of like Will Ferrell. She was having her moment, and she's really funny. And then this movie... She got this movie, and after that, I don't remember seeing her much in anything ever. She also got that sitcom, I think. But Happy Time Mike Murders. Yeah, Mike and Molly. This movie is basically if the fucking Muppets were real, and they lived in the same world as, like, humans. And so there was... <laughs> they kind of play with the idea of people being, like, racist to Muppets. And it's kind of funny, but it's, it's like a comedy. But it's got, like, a um, serious plot of there being this like happy time show with the Muppets and humans when the Muppets first like I guess came to existence I've been a while since I've seen the movie I need to get brush up on my happy time murder lore and um someone starts killing the cast basically after it's over and there's one Muppet guy the blue boy what's his fucking name him he teams up with Melissa McCarthy who does not fuck with the Muppets at all right or what she, I don't know but and they're trying to solve the murders, basically, and it's, it is not for kids at all. It is not for, there's a Muppet puppet sex scene in it, and it was glorious, and I, <laughs> I thought it was fun. I thought the movie was funny and great, and it did not do well, though. It did not do well. Um, I'll, let me do the last movie, number one, then my favorite movie of all time, and then we'll, I'll get into the ratings and the, some of the, um, Honorable mentions and all, but top movie number one, 2001 A Space Odyssey. Now, out of all the movies on this list, besides The Departed, this one was, like, actually considered really great, a really great movie, and I really, I really liked it. I love movies that really question, like, make you think, and a lot of symbolism, and just weird. I like weird. I'm not the biggest fan of sci-fi. I like it okay. But this one, oh, okay, I don't, what's even, <laughs> I just, I have the vividest, the most vivid memory. I need to find these, I'm gonna go look after, before I end this podcast, I wanna go look back on my old Tumblr blog. So I remember when I watched this movie, I was live blogging it, and I was talking mad shit about the movie, and after it ended it, I was just so dumbfounded and lost in thought, and then, it was like a month the rest of the month, 
I just could not stop thinking about this movie and kind of just unpacking it. And I looked up like theories about it. And then it hit me like, actually, I think I loved it. I actually loved it. <laughs> and <laughs> it's funny how that works. Cause at the time I was like, this is so stupid. This doesn't make sense. This is dumb. Um, why is there three minutes of black screen at the start with the, with the, whatever song it was playing and just, <laughs> and then after months go by and it's still on my mind, I'm like, well, I'm still, it's, I can't stop thinking about it. I think I loved it. And I did. So it's been a while since I've seen this movie too. It's, and it's a lot to unpack. I can't really break this down much, but there's a guy it takes place, I guess, in 2001. They're in space. Well, it was made in, like, the 60s, right? I think. And it's... There's a space station. That, there's a monolith. The whole... The plot's even hard to follow. Like, even know exactly what's going on. There's a monolith that they find. And it shows... At the start, the monolith is with, like, monkeys. And that's what made them, like, evolve into humans, I think. We find it again on... What are you talking about? It's 2001 A Space Odyssey. <laughs> they find... Hum- modern- well, there's monkeys and monoliths and... <laughs> I think humans find it, and that's what gave us, like, more knowledge to do, like, space stuff. There's ha- the whole 9000 AI that's, like, famous for, like, fucking mur- being murderous. Uh, Giant Space Baby. Giant Space Baby. This is your favorite movie? Yeah. All White Room with, with like, fruits and veg- veggies. And then that's where he is. But is he dead? Is he alive? Who knows? It's all it's all a mystery. And that I I I fucking loved it. I w- I really need to watch that again though, because like I said, I watched it that one night. Again, it was another movie. I remember everybody left in my house. I was home alone, and I saw it on Netflix. And I was like, let's just watch that. It was a long movie too. It's like two and a half hours long. But my God, it was it's such a roller coaster. And I just, I love weird movies that just make you think about it a lot, you know? What? What? Oh, this this recording app's being weird. Ooh, dizzy. I need to stop doing stuff after this. I need to quit. I want to go through these ratings, though. So, like, I'll start at the bottom, like, and work my way up. Land of the Lost, according to, like... Was it IBN? I think all these numbers are, and then Rotten Tomatoes. Land of the Lost, 5 out of 10, with 26% Rotten Tomatoes. It deserved better than that. It really did. Uh, it 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 was a lot funnier than I think people give it credit for. But yeah, you'll see a, a trend. A lot of these movies aren't weren't that greatly received, but they're still on my top 10 list, so fuck them. The Departed, that's probably like the highest one on the list, right? Oh, I know. I didn't. I didn't talk about the mist. No, it was really. What are you doing? <laughs> well, that was good too. It's a, it's hard to make a list. I I write it. It's really good. The the mist has one of the best endings in any movie ever. Yes. And I I kind of forgot about it to be I honest. Didn't mean to <laughs> That's like one of the. No, no, you're right. It should have been on the list, maybe. It's gonna be an honorable mentions for sure, but. The Departed, 8.5 out of 10, 90% Rotten Tomatoes. People really love that. It's It was highly acclaimed. Um, the number 23, this one shocked me. It got 6.4 out of 10. I thought it'd be a little higher than that. I don't know what the fuck the point four is. It's, <laughs> I'm not a fan of these point 
random numbers. Rotten Tomatoes, 7%. Critics fucking hated it. It was... I think the audience, though, was still pretty high, but that blew me away. Um, Dale and Tucker vs. Evil, 7.5 out of 10. 85% Rotten Tomatoes, so that was, like, pretty high. Paddleton, 7.1 out of 10. Again, stupid. 89%. That's fucking... People love that one, too. A Million Ways to Die in the West was a little lukewarm. 6 out of 10. 33% Rotten Tomatoes. This is why I wanted to do the list, because I have such a a weird taste in movies, apparently. Um, Balls of Fury, 5 out of 10. 21%. Way better than that. Uh, Dodgeball, 6.7 out of 10. 71%. I, it's not bad. I kind of... I, it fits it a bit. Oh, the Happy Time Murders... 5.4 out of 10, 23%. No, people hated it. But I love it. I That was... Yeah, that's the least... The lowest, um... The Balls of Fury is the lowest movie on my list. But I guess I didn't add it to the list because I was going to do Dodgeball since I haven't seen Balls of Fury. So yeah, Happy Time Murder is the lowest one. Rango 7.2 out of 10, 88%. People fuck with Rango too. Rango's great. And then 2001 A Space Odyssey, like... 8.3 out of 10, 92%. And then I got, after looking up these ratings, I was like, nothing I I did I have on this list is like close to a perfect 10 out of 10. I was like, what movies, what's a perfect 10 out of 10 movie if not either Departed or 2001 A Space Odyssey at least, you know? So I'm going to go look at the, the top tw- tw- 250 movies on IBN or whatever. IMBN? What are the initials for the movie thing? IGN. Oh, hey, babe. Isn't IGN a game thing? Yeah, that's a game thing. IMDb or INDB. I yeah, something like that. <laughs> um, honorable mentions. I'll say run through these real quick. Um, listen to these ones are some weird ones too. But Dawn of the Dead, classic uh, zombie movie, like the Dawn of the Dead from like two thousand four, or whatever, or was it two thousand four? I think. That's what we kept saying. Yeah, but me and the me and the GF watched that recently. I showed that to her for the first time, and you thought it, you liked it. It was really yeah, good. Very good. It was very good. Uh, seven out of ten, seventy six percent. It deserved way better than that. I think it's like a cult classic. Uh, <laughs> Sharknado, for a Sharknado movie. It's it's awful. Three point three out of ten, but seventy four percent Rotten Tomatoes because the people spoken and they love it. I, have they? Yes, they have. I I remember I was really into the Sharknado movies and I loved that they kept making more and more of them. I watched the premiere of like one of them because it premiered on like sci-fi on TV. It was like I get them mixed up because they they churned them out so quick and they all kind of blended together so they all blended together to me. I don't think I ever watched the last few but that first one, I remember, I, I fucked with it. I liked it a lot. It was <laughs> so stupid. I love, love, love cheesy movies. Like, cheesy horror movies especially, just cheesy anything. I just, oh, I love it. It's so stupid. Um, Beowulf. I really like Beowulf, and I seen, they added it to Netflix recently. And that movie always stuck with me. Oh, I should have put that on the list too, honestly. I don't know what I would knock off to add. Maybe the number twenty-three. Honestly, I just, I I really like the Beowulf story of you know big, big 
big strong heroic man goes to save the save this town by killing a monster but doesn't fucking kill the monster spoilers by the way doesn't kill the monster and instead the monster's like this female female dragon succubus thing i don't really know what she's supposed to be i feel weird saying the word female i feel like that's a thing like sexist misogynistic people say so it's weird to say they do but if you're talking would you say a succubus yeah like that's okay then i think it's weird but oh, oh a woman you know it's it was and but instead of him like killing her and slaying saving the day he fucking sleeps with her and has a dragon baby and and then the dragon baby he has to kill it later on he's it's the king it's kind of funny hearing all this out of con- not like out of context yeah it's pretty just, good just like listening in every like <laughs> so often it's like the the folly of man basically I, oh, it's good I love it um who framed Roger Rabbit which actually it got 7.7 7 out of 10 97% on Rotten Tomatoes it was nearly perfect that was like it's funny it's just drama. It makes you cry. It's fucking... It was kind of a technological masterpiece for its time, and even today. Blending of, like, real real life stuff and, like, animations together. They're... Oh, my God. It's so perfect. It's just perfect. Um, oh, yeah, The Mist. I don't have the ratings for that because I didn't prepare for that. Like I said, best ending of any movie ever. And just the whole premise was really good. It's one of the best movies I've seen in a while. Yeah, they really fucked up the st- the TV series, though, of it. it. The TV series was awful. There was incest in it, which was weird. There was, like, instead of the the mist just hiding, like, interdimensional, creepy monster hybrid things, the mist in the TV series was just, like, it manifests your darkest, scary, your darkest fears. And that's a cool thing by itself. That's like um, uh, the uh, fear equation, the game fear equation. It's that same plot. That's a cool plot, but it's not the book. It's not what the what the original book was about. So it's kind of stupid. Oh, and the last one, the honorable mentions, over the hedge. Over the hedge was a kind of a dumb animated movie that probably a lot of people just kind of forget about because it's just like um dollar dollar store like like it's what like, <laughs> what am I trying to say it's like just one of those random animated kids movies that they make about 5,000 of them every year this one was is I I like it I it's mostly nostalgic though I think it wasn't a bad movie or anything but I don't think like if I seen it today I, I don't know if I would care about it at all but it was like a fucking raccoon and he's Steal some, tries to steal some food from a hibernating bear. He fucking destroys it all. The bear's like, I'm gonna fucking kill you if you don't replace this food. So he starts like, he groups up with a neighborhood little gang of uh, a turtle and a fox and a skunk. And they go into the new like, suburb area. Because they're destroying <laughs> the forest to build more neighborhoods. And they go in to steal. It's pretty good. I really like, I thought it was a pretty good little movie. Um, Again... Mostly nostalgic. Let me look up. Just um, I have the the tab. Top two hundred fifty like IMDb. That's what it is. So you telling me the highest rated movie is only nine point two? It's not even a ten, and it's the Shawshank Redemption. 
I haven't seen that in a long time. I remember liking it okay. I remember being pretty good. I don't know if I'd make it that high, though. The Godfather, number two, never seen it. Ooh, The Dark Knight. That was really good. That Heath Ledger with his fucking Joker. This, that's like master class of acting. Dark Knight was pretty good. Don't really care much about, like, Batman and, and, uh, you know, superhero stuff. Godfather 2 at number 4. Damn. They've hit it out of the park with the Godfather, apparently. Never seen that either. 12 Angry Men. I've never even heard of that. Came out in 57. 9, 9 out of 10. Jesus. Schindler's List. Never seen it. Lord of the Rings. Never seen it. Pulp Fiction. Never seen it. Lord of the Rings. Again. Never seen it. The Good, the Bad, the Ugly. Never seen it. <laughs> I'm, I'm seeing a trend here. I've not... I've not seen a lot of these top 250 movies. Uh, oh, Forrest Gump. I have seen that. That was pretty good. Good, um... Yeah, really good story, Forrest Gump. Fighters Club. Fight Club. Not... <laughs> oh, I... I... Uh, that was a movie I saw when I was a kid. I need, I need to watch that again, though, like... As an adult to see what I take away from it. Another Lord of the Rings movie. Jesus. Ooh, there's Inception at 14. Inception's pretty good. Ooh, Star Wars 5, Empire Strikes Back. Uh, The Matrix, ooh, I, I have not seen Star Wars, by the way. The Matrix, nah, I fuck with that. That was really good. Number 16, Goodfellas was really good, yeah. Okay, so, I see... Goodfellas was really good, huh? Yeah. Ooh, Seven Samurai looks cool. Oh my god, how could I make a top 10 movie list without... Without... No, <laughs> I mean, that's true, too. But Sword of the Beast. I mean, fuck this top 250 movie. Sword of the Beast is so good. So, like, when, this came out in 65. This is like a classic black and white, like, samurai movie. 7.5 out of 10, really? That's pretty good, I guess. This movie, though, I fucking love this movie. Like, I gotta add, I would def, I gotta add that to the list. Where would I add it? I knock off the land of the lost maybe for this because this I put this on one day. There was like a playlist on YouTube, just like a bunch of free old movies, like old samurai movies, and I I think this was after watching um some of Let's Play of Ghost of Tsushima, so I was like in a samurai mood, and that that game took inspiration from all these like classic movies. So I'm like, I want to watch one. I want to see what they're about. And I just I picked one at random. I just remember sitting there. It's in Japanese, and I usually hate subtitles. I didn't even really... It didn't even have subtitles, actually. Yeah. But I was, so I was like, watching it, and it kind of blew me away of how invested I got without knowing what the fuck was going on. And so I kind of gave everybody their own names to keep up with what's going on. There was, like... Well, there's this guy. He... Some kind of... Outlaw, I guess. I guess he's like a samurai. Maybe he's a, um, a shinobi. I think he's a samurai without like a master or whatever. That's a shinobi, right? <laughs> I'm getting my, my, my lore mixed up. Actual cultural lore. Um, oh, I can't remember the plot now. It was like a, I like the plot because of how simplistic but realistic it was. I think there was like a gold mine. And there was 
the lord of the of the 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 town or of like the region. It's like his gold mine basically, but the, like there's the outlaw, outlaws like trying to steal from it, and he I think he's one of them. There was a woman. Oh, what was it like? Her husband maybe tried to steal from it, and he has to kill the husband, but then she ends up having to like need protection. He came, she came to him, and it was good. I liked it. I can't remember the plot now though. It's been a while since I've seen that, but that one's definitely on the list. It's got to be on the fucking list. I love it. Um, what else did I want to look up? Was it just the the ratings and the top two hundred fifty movies? Do you remember if that's all I said I was gonna look up? I can't remember now. Yeah, I think that's all I wanted to talk about. I I was listening back to like the last recording a little bit to see. I could have swore I said something else that I wanted to do. I think it was just go through the ratings and honorable mentions, the 250, top 250 thing. Got sidetracked with Sword of the Beast. But yeah, that's, that, that's my top 10 favorite movies. And, um, and some, again, honorable mentions. I want, you know, give me, I, I know somebody recommended I watch Blade Runner, which is on, on the list. It's, I gotta watch it. Um, how, how would you rate my list? How would you rate my list? Tell me on Twitter at Deej Volume Two D E D E E J V O L Two, or tell me on Discord because you know the homies on Discord, my main listeners. And how's my breakdown of movies? How <laughs> more movie content? I'll watch a movie and talk about it. I love movies. Um, but yeah, I guess that's it. Um, check out yeah, follow me on Twitter. Check out the YouTube Happy Created Inc on YouTube. And uh, that is that's all. Just some movie time. <laughs>